0: Live from the booth that Pops, it's time for the Riverdale Review!
1: So I had a dream the other night about uh, Veronica. I didn't tell you, I haven't told you guys about that because I wanted (laughs) to save it for the podcast. Ew. It wasn't even, um... I'm so worried. It wasn't, it wasn't like sexy or anything. Wait, wait, do you want to save it for the podcast then? Why are you telling us right now? Because I'm, I'm gonna put it in the front of the podcast.
2: Alright, well then let's just sexy. Yeah, okay.
1: That's what we're doing. You shut up and let me tell the story.
2: Oh, uh, what, what? This is, don't okay, you usually fun. yell about getting into the booth at Pops? Or-
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I have like a whole spiel and everything, but all right, kills kills co-op in the beginning. Go ahead, go ahead, fine, fine. I'll I'll do my spiel Stay after your little sexy story.
2: So yeah,
1: Yeah, that's right. All right, go ahead. Would you shut up a second?
2: I miss one fucking show
0: and they just take over. Gabby, can you believe this?
1: <laughs>
2: Man, go uh,
1: ahead. So I had a I had a dream about dating Veronica, right? And um it was it was Camilla Mendez and we went to the hospital That's
2: to great. see
1: her her mm, to see her grandfather who was uh, <laughs> Ray Wise. He he's the uh he's Mr. Palmer in Twin Peaks. Yes. You've probably seen him in
2: numerous <laughs> <just> things. Stop <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow going, okay
2: going. I'm sorry it's just it's too No
1: that's fun.
2: Fi- I'm just scared
1: there was, a, there was a lot of kissing that's all
2: I thought you said it wasn't like You know It
1: wasn't sexy but it was you know Smooching so that's all
2: You went to see Leland Palmer and he made out with Veronica N-
1: No 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 it, it, He wasn't Leland Palmer but he was Veronica's Like the actor was Veronica's It's
2: still, it's still Leland Palmer so-
1: you made out with
0: Veronica's grandfather. <laughs>
1: mm. No. See this. I misunderstood
0: the story. This Is
1: it? You know what? This is my fault. This is my yeah. fault. I should have. Uh, I. I really shouldn't have even. I shouldn't even brought it up.
0: So can I? Can I do? Can I do the show now?
1: I might as. Might as fucking well.
0: All right, welcome back, pals! To another episode of the Riverdale Review. I'm your host, Pete, and Bessie, joined as always by my pal in podcasting, Mister Kale. Um, Kale Ward. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say Kale uh, Lodge, but then all I could think of was Mendez. <laughs> so, I, you know what?
1: I wouldn't. I Mr. Wouldn't, Kale
0: Mendez. I wouldn't say no to that at all. <laughs> I'd take her name, whatever. I, yeah. And,
1: <laughs> I hope, I hope and, the name comes with those killer eyebrows.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. Can you imagine? I mean, when... When you've got that kind of money, you can pay to make your eyebrows that good. So, That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. And then joining us here in the booth again is Gabby from the Nerd League.
2: Yes. Here to pass on judgment on the show.
0: <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, you know, we had you on last time when there was a little bit of Betty Outrage. We figured the beginning of her cam girl <laughs> was a good time to bring you back.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: man. So, yeah, this is. This is a doozy of an episode, uh, so before we get into all that, let's start the show off the way we always do, by getting into our uh, our spoiler-free thoughts on the show, um, but before that, let me just real quick tell you where you can find the show, uh, you know, if you guys are audio listeners, please, um, you know, give us a, a like on your platform of choice, you know, if you're over on YouTube, you can uh, like the show, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and then the best thing you can do if you really want to help us out is share it with your friends, you can follow at the Comics Pals anywhere your social media is sold, stay up to date with all the stuff we've got going on here at the Pals Network, and uh, let us know your thoughts about, you know, the latest episode of Riverdale. Um, so, Gab, since you're our uh, guest this week, why don't you start? What did you think about about the episode? Chapter 25, I believe it was, The Wicked and the Divine.
2: So, I liked it. And I haven't said that I've liked an episode in a while. For, so, that's saying something. I do think that the episodes leading up to this were, like, okay, too. But I wasn't that into the whole um, statue thing. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to say that I think that Riverdale does drama very well and mystery, not so much. And I felt like here they focus <laughs> on the drama and they eat, like, you know, just the mess between the families and. I think that's what made it enjoyable for me.
0: Yeah, I, I would say I I think I echo a lot of your, your sentiments there. I think um, particularly the last episode I thought was really weak. Um, we were we were pretty hard on yeah. that one last week. And, um, you know, I thought leaving the first half of the second season, it was not in a great place either. It, it wasn't until we kind of came back from the break that I felt like the show kind of uh, took an uptick. Yeah. Um, though not as much as I would have liked. So I think this this episode really felt like a step in the right direction for me. I still don't think it was um quite perfect. I think there was still a little bit of um I, I had some issues with it that I guess we'll get into when we get to the spoiler full section. But overall I did think it was a good episode and I think it was the strongest one we've had in quite some time.
1: Yeah, I I like this one a lot. I think uh I think the focus on Jughead was um very appropriate for where we we are, and it finally feels right as far as that goes. Um, the, the dynamic between Archie and Hiram this episode was really interesting. And Archie's the whole conflict there was really interesting, but it just wasn't as engaging as. Jughead stuff was this episode for me
0: yeah yeah I would agree with that overall I think um I've been into Archie's storyline in general Mm -hmm. lately I think uh particularly this season uh I think they did a really good job of making him a way more interesting character than he was in the first season mostly by giving him things to do (laughs) uh so I I I do think that this entire storyline has been really interesting and uh I'm interested – I keep using that word. I'm sorry. But I'm interested to see where it goes from here just because I'm not 100% sure like where his loyalties lie right now and like what his true motivation is. So um, I'm excited to dig into that a little bit with you. Uh, with and you because
2: the FBI agent might be a ghost, guys, don't forget.
1: <laughs> I tell you what. He's not an FBI agent.
2: Well, yeah, so, yeah, uh, so, yeah
1: can, you, can you explain that real quick? So
2: I was just like, reading, you know, stuff because I watched the episode on Wednesday or whenever. And, you know, I was just refreshing my mind. And, um, there was like this hyperlink for where it says like alleged FBI agent. And I clicked on it. And the theory going around is that the FBI agent might be a ghost and that I don't know. I guess they're trying to connect that with superpowers and Greendale or something. I thought that I was going to go like um, down the line of, oh, this is like Archie's like, I don't know, like subconscious, like speaking to him or like he's, I don't know, because he's dating a con man's daughter. I'm just really confused by the whole thing. I don't think he's a ghost, <laughs> but if he is, I'm going to laugh so hard and probably stop watching the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's oh my god, the- are you kidding me? If he's a ghost, I'm I'm in. I'm watching the next seventeen <laughs> seasons of this show. That's their jump the shark moment and like I would be so excited to see how much crazier it could get. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> but going back to the Jughead and Archie thing, it just felt that even though Archie's storyline was supposed to have higher stakes, the Jughead one still felt like more you know, like pressing yeah yeah yeah
0: I, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment um I think that's probably a good place to jump into the spoiler full discussion um so if you if you all haven't seen episode uh t- or chapter twenty five um, now's your chance to bounce out before we spoil it for you. If you don't care about spoilers, uh, feel free to stick around, obviously, or if you've already seen the episode, of course. Um, and if you haven't and you're going to bounce out, we'll see you next week. Remember to like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. It really helps us out. And, uh, catch you next week on another episode of the Riverdale Review. So, uh, where, where, where do you, where do we want to start this episode? lots, lots of jumping around. You know, I think we've already touched on the Hiram Archie stuff. That was kind of a major through line of the episode. What do you, what do you say we start there?
2: Sounds good. Um, right. Internships. Not how I remember them.
0: Yeah, I don't you know, I've I've never had an internship quite like that where I, where I'm running and getting coffee and stuff like that. But I mean I guess I guess that's a pretty normal experience, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that ours Pete was worse.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Yeah, we don't talk about that though. Yeah. Um and not all my internships were bad. I had I had one really good good one. It was nice. They let me be a real reporter. I covered a murder. It was fun. Oh. It was good times.
2: <laughs> you could move to Riverdale. I wasn't any- <laughs> yes!
0: I would be so qualified. You know, they need someone to take over the blue and gold now, true. maybe I could be a uh, you know, teacher advisor kind of thing. I think it could make I it can work can't out. I forget
2: that we're not like high schoolers, so you have to be a teacher. That's so strange. <laughs> yeah.
0: Boy. I can't just re-enroll in, uh, in high now. school.
1: Like, oh God, I graduated college. <laughs> What does it say that my first reaction to that was, oh yeah, I could totally work at Pops.
2: <laughs> my reaction you can work was it I'm pops. not Pops. to Riverdale. I just didn't, yeah. you know. Um, But it's weird. Like the whole thing, I don't I know that we're not supposed to really know what Archie's intentions are. And it's all murky with whether he's gonna actually help the FBI agent or not, or if He's loyal. I mean, right now I think he is 100% loyal to Veronica, but the more stuff he uncovers I don't know. Plus I don't know how he's going to feel when he realizes how for the family business Veronica is. So,
1: With the uh, I just want to challenge that. With the um, the way this episode sort of ends with Veronica how loyal do you think she is to that? Because I, I think this plays to Marco's theory that she's going to kind of try and start turning stuff or she's just gonna leave to me
2: i mean that'd be cool but at the same time i just feel like right now her biggest thing is protecting archie and not so much like getting herself out so like i think it would take a couple of seasons to actually see that come into fruition like her completely actually you know spinning the family business or something yeah
0: I don't I don't know, just because, like, I feel like we got so many mixed Mm -hmm. signals, you know, like, I feel like it seemed like Archie was all in on this whole FBI Mm -hmm. thing, right? He got the deal for his dad. Like, it seemed like that was the, the strategy. And then, you know, he takes this internship with Hiram. He stops answering calls. He finally gets cornered by this guy. He lies to him. You know, he, like, reaffirms his commitment to, you know, Veronica, but then also, like, intentionally makes her not tell him details so he doesn't know them so he can deny things. Like, it seems like he's already gotten pretty far in with the FBI here for him to start lying to federal agents. Like, that's a big deal,
1: you know? And that, (laughs) his denial at the end of the episode, out loud, in my own house, I went, Archie, what though?" And, uh,
2: like,
1: <laughs> this is the whole reason you're here. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't,
0: I don't know. Like, I, I really am not sure where he's at right now. You know, like, what, what he's really even thinking. And, uh, I think the thing that Kale brought up in terms of, like, with Veronica maybe, uh, turning her back on the family business, as it were, like, I don't know that that's out of the question because I definitely thought that that confirmation scene where she was, Looking at Archie and, you know, everything else is dark and he's light so and then she's dramatic. bathed in this... Yeah, you know, obviously, yeah. And uh that to me was very much like, okay, this is obviously a signifier of her saying, like, she renounces the devil. I do feel like that was supposed to be a metaphor for her perhaps renouncing her family's legacy, right, of like you know, she doesn't want to get Archie involved. She doesn't want to see him corrupted, but she doesn't want to give up on him. So what's the alternative right. there is like, maybe walk away.
2: And she, she's also not very convinced by um, her aunt and her grandma. And like all just all these women of a family talking about the things they do to feel better about what their husbands do for a living and whatnot. Um, but I think that the tension here is that it's not only whether or not Veronica is going to turn, on her family or if she's like climbing up to kind of get the lodges themselves out of the whole mafia situation they've got going on. But then on the other hand, you also have Archie kind of like, I feel like he likes feeling included in the family and that even though Hiram is a monster, he, you know, gets a boost like from his approval and likes getting close to Veronica's family in general. So Maybe it'll get to a yeah. point where, you know, R2 will start becoming corrupted as Veronica's trying to come out of the corruption, and then what happens there? So, I don't know, it could go either way.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think either of those are totally uh, possible. And uh, I think, you know, the the question um, that was raised before of, like, what happens when, when r our if Archie figures out, like, how involved she is or how complicit she is, I think that could either be a catalyst for him being upset that she's been lying to him, or it could be a reaffirmation of that he needs to lie to the FBI. Yeah. Who
2: knows? Either way, he's already delivered drugs. Um, Things so. are I'm, I'm doing great. I'm going great for him, so.
0: Yeah, he's gotten into some... Uh, I had to think about, about that. He season. had a gun
2: at one point. Oh, yeah. Slept with his I teacher. I mean, I'm so...
0: I'm still not 100% convinced they were drugs. It had some weird Cthulhu writing on the box, so I'm still, you know, I think they might have been delivering some kind of spook.
2: It was maple syrup.
0: Yeah, maple syrup. That's what it was.
2: How oh, we grow and move it in. Um, real quick,
0: did, how fucking weird is it that Veronica's getting confirmed and she's, like, 16 or 17 or whatever? Like, I know that they were like, oh, like, we wanted the, like, priests or whatever,
1: but, like, I thought that was just so strange. Uh, I wonder, and and, you know, I obviously am... In no form, Latinx or or Hispanic at all. But like, I wonder if it's some some weird Riverdale twist on like a um like a bar mitzvah or like a quinceanera. Oh, huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like the it's the mob equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: as your actual Latin American on the podcast and Catholic, um, I mean confirmations are like not that big of a deal. Like they are a big deal, but i mean i understand that for like a mafia family like they might want to you know up that because it's it, it has different meanings for them but um you tend you, you used to do your confirmation around yeah like 16 or so i did mine super oh, okay. late like i did it in college because you usually do it through your school and if it doesn't work out then there's not really a moment where cause you have to go through like these classes and stuff before you get confirmed. So, you know, that could get, like, lost and whatever. Um, but okay. it was strange, for example, that she, like, got confirmed by herself. Like, usually it's a group of people and that's why it's hard because you have to, like, join the group that's getting confirmed. So, it was, like, almost a weird, like, debutante ball mixed with, yeah. you know, like...
1: I, I feel I feel like that's pretty... Lodge standard though. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because, you
0: know, it was like they had like all the mob family showing up and then it was like that was one of the things I wrote in my notes. I was like what the fuck is this event where like you're singing Bittersweet Symphony at a Catholic church and then it's like Josie's up on stage and then she like walks down the aisle like a bride or something and I was like, what is happening?
2: But I have to say that you you know I was like very upset about the Tears for Fear song because they like didn't even refer to it as a Tears for Fear song. But yeah. you know, as a 90s kid That song from Donnie Darko As a 90s kid I'm very protective of Bittersweet Symphony and I was like okay with this. Like it sounded okay. I don't know, I didn't want to kill myself as I was watching it. The scene itself was like stuff, but uh, like their singing of it wasn't bad. And Betty wasn't dancing.
1: This performance of it was actually halfway decent.
0: Yeah, like it was fine. I think like I just, I really hate when they sing on this show because like the production of the music is like all exactly the same and I hate it. Like, and this is just like the music snob in me, but like they—why do they put so much fucking reverb on everyone's voices? Like everything sounds so airy and like in—like it's—it just sounds so fake. Like no one sings like this in 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 a live setting. It's not possible for starters. But then it was like I was making fun of them last week when it was like, oh yeah, that's the sound you're getting out of this one shitty microphone at the town hall oh, yeah. thing in a gazebo. Who did the sound for this? And but on this, they're not even using microphones. They're just singing in a church, and it's like it sounds like it's freaking vocals on, you know, yeah. like a a Broadway like recording of something. You know,
2: it's like come yeah. On. And with that one, they could have played more like on a choir kind of sound, you know, because it's a yeah. church. that's stru- like something that's a little more naturalistic the structure lends to that, but you know, Jesus. Yeah,
1: I I sort of I sort of bought the the church angle. Because I, I did think about what you said, Pete, and I, I did kind of notice it and tried to pull it apart. I, This one I, I sort of bought because it also, to me, within like the canon of the show, it also completely makes sense that Riverdale would have like a giant cathedral and no matter what you sang in it, it would sound
2: good.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know, that's just, like, that's that's definitely me being nitpicky, but yeah. it's a thing I think of, like, every time people sing on this show. I'm like, why are they so perfectly mixed, you know? Like, it's, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, w- I will agree with you, though, Gab, that, like, I think this was one of the better, uh, arrangements that they yeah. had, like, in terms of just how they treated the song, for sure. Um, but yeah, so I guess. Uh, Some Betty
2: time.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say we're kind of like bouncing around a little bit, but yeah, let's 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 bounce back up to what's going
1: on with Betty, right? So think, you think the Betty first? I feel like her uh, cliffhanger should be the end.
2: But the, end, the well, episode I figured- started with her weird webcam stuff, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I figure let's, we'll do all the end stuff at the same time. Cause we didn't even like touch on all the end stuff of the Archie Hiram stuff. So let's, you know, we'll go through all the main plot stuff and then we'll talk about the cliffhangers. Um, yeah. So yeah. So So with Betty, we kind of pick up with her, you know, with what appears to be her, you know, um, acting as a cam girl as dark Betty, you know, she gets interrupted by her mother and, you know, like, That's kind of all we really got there. You know, when we were off mic, though, you guys were talking about some theories. So I wanted to throw it to you both real quick to, you know, just what what were your thoughts on this so far? I
2: just felt like she changed too fast, which made it look like that might have not happened. Like, it might be her imagining it. But there's another point, like, now that I'm thinking about it, where she's talking to Chick and... He's all like, oh, yeah, like never, like never give them your address or whatever. And it, she makes it sound like she already does this like regularly. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. I had the same, same impression. thing with the bug hit situation where she paused and she was going to like say something, which I'm assuming is that confession. And she didn't go through with it. Which confession? Like she paused. That yeah. She's- like the, she's, you know, a webcam girl now, I guess.
1: Oh, I I thought it was going to be the uh, her kiss with Archie. Oh.
0: See, I, that was my original thought, but then I I agree with Gabby though. Like I remember, I, I was like thinking I would have like, forgotten about she, that. If I were
2: her, I'd be like more pressing issues.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah when when he asks her, "Have you done anything with yeah. anyone else since we broke up?" and she lies that to me, I thought Archie. But at the end, when she's like, "I have to confess something," my thought was the cam girl. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like. I think it's everything. Fair. But it's just like I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to me, I, I guess I don't see I, I I don't see the the cam girl thing as as like a a doing something with somebody.
0: No, no, no. no. Within but the context would... of the
1: show that mm-hmm. that they would that she would want to confess in line with, you know, that question right. throughout the episode.
0: Right. but what Gabby was talking about was at the end right. where, no, that's, where she that's and Oh, okay. She okay.
1: she says she says no wait, I have something to tell you and then you know, our our assumption was, oh shit, she's gonna talk about Archie. Please don't do that when you're about to start fucking. That's not don't do it. Uh, to me, like the the cam girl thing didn't it didn't even come into the equation because it's like mm. something wholly unconnected from Jughead and.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Gabby on this one. I definitely read it that way.
2: I just yeah like definitely when he confronted her i thought archie too especially because like she was uncomfortable but i didn't feel like she was uncomfortable because of the webcam thing i felt like she was uncomfortable because it was archie of all people and like she didn't want to say oh like it was archie that i did something with um but i think that by the end of the episode i had also kind of forgotten that he didn't know and was just focused Mm. on the webcam thing because archie did tell Veronica. To not tell her about the FBI thing, but, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of Jughead, uh, the other kind of thread this episode was about what's going on with the serpents, right? You know, is that um, last episode we have the uh, the head, the brass head stolen from the statue in town of-
1: um, Bronze. It's oh, Bronze. Oh, Bronze, thank you. What the hell
0: was that guy's name?
1: Pickens. Pickens, thank you. t yeah, Pickens. Pickens. No. It Pickens. It, it
0: T-Boon Pickens. It, was Picken oh. it
1: wasn't T Boone Pickens, it was Pickens. That guy. Well, I like I like that. I liked T Boon.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so Pickens, the Pickens statue gets decapitated, right? Um, you know, uh Sheriff Keller's been kind of harassing the serpents and specifically Jughead and FP and trying to figure out what's going on, and then, you know, basically he shows up with eviction letters for everybody. It's coming down from the mayor. They've got fourteen days to basically like he says that they, like, you know, they're getting evicted in 14 days, but if they find the head that that might, like, kind of relieve some of the pressure or whatever. Um, but, you know, we end up finding out through the episode, right, like, Jug goes to Mary McCoy and tries to confront her about it. And she's literally like, you know, she goes, I've always liked you. You're a smart kid, so listen to what I'm about to tell you. Back down. Like, stop sniffing around this issue. I mean, that's
2: after Doug had figures out her whole game without her saying a single yeah. word. Who's just, like, looking at her, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, I see. And she's oh, like, "Yep, I've liked you. <laughs> yeah. Go away.
0: I, like, I loved, I loved that. Just that moment of him where he's like, someone put you up to this. It was Hiram, wasn't it? And she's just like, stop. Like, you are so above your pay grade
2: right like, this, now. This
1: episode did a really good job, though, of of making me angry with Jughead.
2: I know.
1: Why's that? Like, why specifically? Oh, like, especially, like, uh, in the first Serpent meeting, you know, Tallboy busts in, and he's like, it was your article that... What? Are you telling me this town doesn't have a second newspaper to read? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> There's two! There's two newspapers, Kale! With, with the amount of, like, anger that his high school newspaper article caused that, like... Mm-hmm. It just—it's
2: like it it's was like so all frustrating. Are sitting like waiting to see what their teenage kids have to say about the town, and then that's when they like make decisions.
0: Yeah, uh, the blue and gold is a reputable newspaper, you guys. It's broken a lot of not big clearly. stories. Okay, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like we see Tallboy this whole episode, right? Like throwing shade, and then we find out that he's working with, um, you know, Mayor McCoy, not Mayor McCoy, uh, with Hiram and with uh, Penny to kind of, like, orchestrate this whole, like, coup against FP and and Jugheads so that he can ideally take over the serpents and and all that stuff. Um, so, like, what did you guys think about this, like, whole kind of return of Penny and, like, where, where this is going
2: from I here? like Penny. She's an interesting character, but I'm gonna go back to what I said about Riverdale being good with drama and not so good with mystery. Like, throughout the episode mm-hmm. it was so, like, by the time Doughead went to, you know, the, they found the actual head and he was like asking questions. It's like you already knew it was going to be tall boy. And that's like what I hate. Like it's, they did the same thing with the black hood. They did the same thing with Clifford. It's like, why do you give it away before? Like just wait for the fucking reveal. Like <laughs> it's really exasperating. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah. I like,
2: like I like Penny. I think her character interesting. Um, and there's not like a lot of female high power within the serpent and she's also like not really allied to anybody, so she's really a wild card. And now that she's back and you know, maybe the whole jughead scraping off her tattoo was a little too psychopathic for,
1: for boy.
2: Like, yeah, like maybe like a, little, maybe too a much. little.
1: I was I was really curious as to what was gonna happen.
2: And then nothing. Uh, with
1: <laughs> Jughead in that situation. Yeah, and then nothing happened. Like, what's what's FP going to agree to in this situation?
2: Like, <laughs> I mean, FP was just like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't race you to be this way. And then he's like, all oh, right, I yeah. didn't race you. <laughs> like, I was gone the whole time. So, you know, you were sleeping in a fucking... <laughs> yeah, it, like, but even driving. still junkhead like what the yeah, fuck I know.
0: yeah no i love i love how he's just like what are you doing it's like you're cutting people like you're like carving up I women know. like like what
2: you can't come back from that man it's and then like, he's just yeah. like just like you can't come back from like you know whatever it was that he said exactly but about yeah, jason yeah. and I'm, i was like oh okay
1: right like hiding his body said, or whatever okay,
2: shots fired I mean, I,
1: it's, like, it's like, yeah, I guess, but, like, you're in a high school. <laughs> right, yeah, that's a
0: good point. Uh, yeah, and then uh, FP had the one line that I wrote down where he's like, you know, he, he says, like, you'll be the death of us. You know, It's like, he mm-hmm. blames Jug for bringing the North Side down on them and everything. And I guess I wanted to ask, like, what do you guys think about that? Like, do you think that there's any merit to that, that Jughead is kind of responsible for giving the powers that be an excuse To do this or do you think this was gonna happen
1: anyway? Go for it. I do think this was gonna happen anyway. Um I I I do think it's convenient that Jughead is there in like is there to take the blame. But yeah this this was always coming.
2: Yeah, I think that also Jughead is taking the steps that need to be taken for them to actually get somewhere. And of course at the beginning it's messy. Yeah. And it doesn't like it's not going to go smoothly. You're not going to be able to fix the serpent situation without, you know, shedding some blood and getting your hands dirty. And I give him credit for doing what he feels he needs to do. Even if it angers people, even if he gets on his dad's bad side and FP was hella proud when he came back with the head and like knew, like had figured out everything. And then I also yeah. loved, even though I didn't like how she got like her VIP access, but I loved how they were like, "Oh, why is this like North Side or here, whatever?" And then he's like, "She's one of us," and I'm like, "Damn straight. She did your weird ass dance, so yeah. you don't get to <laughs> kick out Betty Cooper. Also, a daughter of a serpent, yeah. whether she wants to deny it or not." bring Absolutely. me to my house here.
0: Yeah, well we'll circle back to that in a second. Um because we are going to talk a little bit more about Betty's storyline, but I do want to wrap up the talk about Jug uh with what happened with him and Betty, right? We got uh kind of the return I'm of a bughead shipper again. You know? I know. I I'm right there with you. Uh I, I this, like I, this is really again. happy.
2: He carved people, but I like him again. It's so confusing. <laughs>
0: Listen, like, we've all read The Outsiders. There's nothing wrong with liking a slick-haired boy with a leather jacket who stabs people as long as his heart is pure. Stay gold, Jughead. Stay gold. Um, but yeah, so like, I, I, I was happy to see this, you know, I thought my favorite line was, I remember, uh, Betty said, she goes, we, it's nice to hear that again. And I was like, you're right. Oh, I it thought
2: nice she, I thought you were going to say your favorite line was when she goes like, like, I want all of you. <laughs> I want you, Jughead. I want, I want all, all of, of
0: you. you and I want it tonight. It's like, oh my God. I literally just wrote in all, like, I wrote, oh my God, Jesus, the sex. I yep. can't, I can't yep. handle it.
2: But they they always give you like like three seconds of Jughead and Betty scenes like that, but then with Archie and Veronica, it's like this whole thing all the time. Yeah, and like I I don't know.
1: I've seen a lot of people online talk about how Archie and Veronica don't actually have a ton of chemistry, and I think I think this episode I I, I, I liked what they had, but there have been quite a few times looking back that I'm like.
2: I could see that. I think that the reason that Bughead became so famous, like, at the beginning, is because the Archie-Veronica thing has always been a little weaker. Like, when Archie says, like, oh, like, I love you, whatever, you can just, like, buy it. Like, when Jughead and Betty are fighting, you're like, oh, my God, they're never going to be able to fix their lives. Like, this is it. Like, you know, everything's <laughs> collapsing.
0: Yeah, I I just feel like their relationship is more compelling, too, though. Just because, like, I think to the point you just made, like, I feel like Archie and Veronica's relationship in the beginning was, like, very much about lust. And then, like, they came, they fell in love. You know, whereas, like, Jughead and Betty's relationship has always been, like, the, the big romance story.
2: And Veronica and Archie at this point also seem to have a due date almost because there's like this shit storm coming whereas yeah. the betty and doug had thing it's like they've already had all of their stuff and like you know that they're just gonna keep on you know riding the wave whatever comes yeah. whereas you know like veronica will bail or R2 will bail as soon as shit hits the fan i think or some
0: yeah, and I mean, I think the, the beginning of their relationship there was no drama because they weren't super invested with each other, and it was just them having sex mm-hmm. all the time, you know. And I feel like the the like Jughead Betty relationship is treated with a lot of tenderness and it, a lot more intimacy. Like it's 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 more about the romance of their relationship yeah. versus the the heat, you know. And I think like we kind of saw um, Veronica and Archie's relationship evolve to take that place. When Bughead mm-hmm. broke up, but now that they're back and there is this tension in Archie mm-hmm. and Veronica's relationship, I think we'll probably see that that pendulum swing
2: back. Bughead back to the top. Bughead for life. Oh, I ship this so much. happy. I feel like I hate them half the time good. But it's... it's so good, so bad. It's good. Also, they're dating in real life. Yeah, and that's super sweet. Maria, hey, come on, that adds it to does. the chemistry for bad? sure.
0: It does. It does. Like, and I, I feel like. I feel like they have that Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, like, she's the, like, the sweet, smart girl next door. And he's the, you know, fucking he's... sensitive poor boy from the wrong side of the yeah. tracks. And it's like, that's the shit that romance novels are know. made of. Come on. But that, that's,
2: exactly... <laughs> that's the notebook. Uh, that's literally that. the notebook. Don't Nicholas spark this for me. But it's,
1: but it's right, good. Off. Get out. here! <laughs> yeah. Kicking you out of the booth. Pops, don't let her back in here.
0: I'll go eat at the other restaurant in town.
1: Which one? <laughs> what other restaurant? Fair. That's a good. I mean, that's a good point.
2: That's Pops, new one.
1: Pops let uh, a, a a mobster hold a poker game in the in the only restaurant in town. I mean, he didn't let him. He's his boss. Remember? I mean, yeah, sure. Hiram Lodge owns it, but like,
2: that's still kind of weird. And like, Hiram's a monster, <laughs> but when like his friends are attacking pop then you're just like listen Now attacking the dude here yeah and dude i loved that where I he's yeah. like,
0: apologize <laughs> he's like for what and he's like you insulted pop tate <laughs> he's yeah like,
1: apologize <laughs> hiram lodge is a mobster not a
2: monster i i get you all he's da,
0: doing da, da, is da, da, going to da, da, da. With his family. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. No, you know, it's, uh, you know, like, I think, like, getting to see the more mobstery side of
2: him was fun this episode. Yeah. You know, like, getting Especially to see with him with Archie there, buddies. and Archie cleaning the toilet and overhearing conversations. That was lucky, huh? Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so convenient. How did, um, how did that, uh,
1: phone call play for you guys? Which the, one? The, um, you know, the, the big one where Hiram calls to, you know, put out the hit on uh, Papa Poutine or whatever his name is.
2: Oh, it's just, it was so short. Yeah, it didn't
1: play for me. Like, we're spo- this was supposed to be sort of Hiram's big villain moment, right? And I was just like, all right.
2: You know what? I, I would have cut earlier from that scene. Like, if you couldn't pull it off, I would have just let it. At, like, yeah. him picking up the phone. And then it's like, okay, like, um, Archie hears that they, this guy showed up dead. From the FBI agent, and then I would have just left it at that. Like, it was kind of weak that they had him say, like, a couple of things, and they didn't really, you know, have any impact.
1: That shot. You know, where and he that music is like super dramatic. What well, he, yeah, he picks up the phone and he's got, he's got the, the picture of Veronica bathed in the light, know, you know, on so one end the and phone. then the window with all the darkness coming in in the other. It's just like, this isn't very good. Spot yeah, like
0: race. I, it was weird because I didn't get that vibe from that scene. Like I know that was the intent based on how it was shot, but mm-hmm. I very much got it more from the, I, I felt like it was more like, It reminded me of this, like, there's this Rolling Stone song, right, where there's this line about uh, a mobster who, like, you know, is this really scary guy, but when he goes home to his family, he's just a family man. And, like, that was kind of the vibe I got from it of, like, it is supposed to be this dark, sinister moment, but for Hiram, it's just another day in the office.
2: Well, you see, that would have worked if they would have played that song in the background, but they didn't. (laughs)
0: Yeah, instead, like, they play this super, you know, heavy, dramatic classical piece, and it's, like, shot at this weird angle, and it's all intense, and, yeah, it it didn't land for me either.
2: Did you watch, um, wait, let me not get these messed up. I think Kingsman? Yeah, it is Kingsman. Well, there's just, like, a part where it's, like, very violent, but they're just playing, like, this. I even forget, like, what the music was, and I think that... It's either a song that has no lyrics or one of those songs that has a really long, like just musical in like intro. Um, right. but basically all these people are like blowing up and the music is just super <laughs> uplifting. And I just feel like it, like <laughs> if you can't, if you can't really dive into the darkness, then you should do something like that. You know, like either play like they could have like played that Rolling Stone song or something like that. That is just really offbeat with, with what's actually happening. And, like, I understand why you would even, like, misread that that scene. To me, I felt like I knew that that was what he was doing just because Riverdale is predictable. And from, like, a narrative standpoint, I was like, okay, now he's going to go do that because what else would he do?
0: And the symbolism was so heavy-handed. Yeah, you know? You know, like, yeah, it's not subtle at all. Yeah. So it's like, even if the, you don't feel the moment, mm-hmm. like, they're hitting you over
1: the head with what you're supposed yeah. to feel. You yeah. Know? And to that point, I've sort of gotten a little tired of Jughead's narration too, especially over uh, times with Chick. I just like it. Oh, God, that name. Um, Chick. It just... It, they, it's, that, that
0: is a relic from the Archie comics they probably yeah,
1: should have fixed. it. It just His, his narration is just so heavy-handed that I, it's telling us how to feel and I'm just, I'm, I'm a Ooh. little tired of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's always been very hit or miss for me. Like, when it works, it really works, but I feel like it it often comes off as kind of
2: schlocky. I think it also works more at the end of the episode because you've already felt what you're supposed to feel and he's just kind of wrapping it up for you. Yeah. But when it yeah. when it's at the beginning and then, you know, he's just saying all the stuff and setting up the mood, that's when you're kind of like, I just want the actual show to do the work, not for you to tell me that this is the scene we're setting up, you know?
0: yeah that's when it feels like a very lazy plot device you know of like that's like the bad opening to every like shitty you know uh, romantic comedy or whatever you know like bad like you know like my life was slipped upside down when this thing happened and it's like I feel like that was very much you know it's like you don't need to tell me that Archie's like oh it's a tale all this time you know the rich mobster takes the small town boy under his wife like I'm watching it I'm seeing it happen you don't need to tell me it's okay i get it
2: this shows just so much sometimes but yeah
0: like extra is definitely the word i would use to describe it but i mean like that's both to its like detriment and uh also usually it's it's great like that's its greatest strength sometimes yeah so
2: like you know it was super extra but was actually kind of great when me or mccoy Goes over to um, the lodges to like apologize. Yes, and Josie's just there, like, come now, like I do not want to be here. And then it's like this fake ass apology. And then it was like, so and weird. Like, offering this gift, and the gift is like Josie's voice. Like, what the fuck? Like, buy her jewelry or something. How can For you can gift? Like, you're gifting your daughter's performance.
0: Yeah. I, I thought that whole like the power dynamic there was so weird.
1: On this the day of my daughter's cor coronation. What is it? Conviction? <laughs> Wait.
2: Whoa. Conviction. <laughs> <King's> Confirmation? <Yeah. laughs>
1: oh, that's <laughs> the but, one.
2: But yeah, they they kept trying to marry the godfather and it's Riverdale. Stop stop marrying Godfather. Stop marrying Twin Peaks. Like just
0: Just be
1: Archie.
2: <laughs> exactly,
1: but if they were marrying Archie, we wouldn't be here. So, yeah, this is true. probably true.
0: Uh, all right, so the the last thing is kind of kind of rewind it back and and walk through the rest of what's going on with with Betty, right? So, uh, we got some kind of small developments with the rest of the family, you know, like aside just from small what was really well Yeah, just some little ones, just some little ones. Um, so Chick had an interview at the house. Yeah, uh where he was thing. in a bathrobe.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Is that not how you guys interview?
2: Dude well, the job market's hard right now, so you just gotta do what you gotta do, I think. But um, like I mean that
1: internship you and I did, that's how I did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh,
0: but like, what was the deal there? Because like they said that it was they they made a comment later in the episode too about what the job was for. Like, w- do you guys remember what it was for? It was like at some hotel or something, right? Like, yeah, I, the be- I, the Biju? Yeah, yeah, it had I, a weird name,
1: and I didn't know what it
2: was, and they didn't explain. It, the, and it was so just the,
1: like, the dude came down and he was wearing like a blue polo and like a name tag. So that gave me the impression of like a, it gave me the impression of like um, uh, a sort of carnival food stand or something. Maybe maybe the other restaurant in town.
0: Sure. That was have never seen. It was, just weird. See. I mean, it was yeah. just weird to me because like, well, I mean, to be fair, in the first uh, season, there was another high school we had never heard of or seen. <laughs> 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 true. Uh true. But yeah, I was just like Betty, the investigative reporter, who who seemingly solved like two major crimes. Like, doesn't think it's weird that her brother had an interview at their house in a bathrobe.
2: Well, she's dark Betty now, so <laughs> yeah, I think I think she she
1: had an idea of what was going on, and she thought it was weird. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, and
0: then when she calls him out about it, like, you know, he gets all weird about not having clients over. So, like, I don't necessarily think he was a client, but it's just, like, who was this guy? Like, what's going on there?
2: Well, and then we would have to answer the question, who was the second guy? Right.
0: Right, yeah, right. The guy who shows up uh, later, right? And it's, like, all we see about him is he's got this bleach blonde hair and, like, you know, he's some spooky dude shows up. And then when Betty shows up later, he's murdered. Is and, check uh, home.
2: That's it. Next yeah. thing you know, Alice Cooper is bringing in all of her Twin Peaks power, and she's, yeah, just, I love so, how she's yeah. just like, "Did you shut the door?" <laughs> she she's like even like calm about it. She's like Elizabeth, "Did you, did you shut the door?" Like Elizabeth, she yeah. has time to say her whole name.
1: This is yeah. yeah this is this is um, Alice. I think in full serpent mode. She's like, "All right, yeah." Let's, we murdered this, this guy, before. let's clean up
2: the fucking blood. We gotta get this body right. out of here. Yeah, she, so... I, if I were her, I'd run, like, some DNA test on this kid before I, like, completely take all these bullets for him. <laughs> but... Also, I, she, the DNA I, I, test would show that, that in my a, opinion, f- he is not a health kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah.
1: here we
0: go. So, Gab, you have, you have a theory about Chick's parentage. Why don't you fill us in? This is, this is
2: my Reddit time. Even though I'm not on Reddit, really. Um, this is
0: your Reddit theory. We'll give it. Give us a good one. We'll make a clip out of it, and we'll get all the views for it. So make sure. Come on, sell your, sell your, sell your theory right. here.
2: Visit the dot if you are listening to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right. You can, you can, you can take your theory, and and we'll put it and we'll post it on the nerd league. Okay. And we'll we'll both get the views.
2: Fine. Anyways, the point is, we've had this <laughs> conversation about how there's like a weird thing between FP and Alice and there's definite chemistry and there have been sex jokes like when she picked him up after he got out of prison and all this stuff. <laughs> yes. So, you know, it's not out of the question that they have been. Also, he knew a lot of stuff about Hal and Alice fighting back in the day during their talent show. And I'm not saying that chick necessarily has to be fp's kid although that would be very gossip girl but like i just think that like when they bring him in before hal finds out that chick is a webcam boy he tells alice like oh like he like he he can't be here like you know why and i'm just like you know why what like Like, what's the why like because it's not your kid so you can't see him like, is that the one? I don't know. That's my running theory. Doesn't have to is be that, FP, but def- it's definitely not House Kids. I,
1: th- I thought this was going to be good, Pete. You told us this was going to be good. I said this the whole time.
0: <sighs> when did you say I said this, too? You just uh, I said every Season series. 2, episode 1? Like F- season Hello. 2,
1: episode 2?
2: <laughs> I said this when I came on the show the first time, and I said I'd come back if it was ever proven. Um, I can't tell you exactly what minute I said that in, but I said it.
0: Um. Well, I think the beauty of it here is that it hasn't been proven yet, so now we have you locked in for a third episode, is that when they do, if it, if it's proven right or wrong, then we're gonna have to bring you back on.
2: Okay, but, but, I'm clarifying, it doesn't have to be FP's kid, but I definitely think it's not Hal's.
1: Uh, there's no way it's house. Yeah. No.
2: Plus, at no point, I, I, at no point has she said because you know how Alice gets, and she hasn't said one time like, "Oh, like do you have like no interest for your son?" or like, "Do you not care about your kid?" Like she hasn't, you know, made that connection, which petty Alice would have very early on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like even this episode, right? Like, she says, "Oh, well, you could try to get to know him." Like she doesn't say like
1: you could get to know your son. Yeah,
2: which would have earned her point. You know, like would have added to her argument, which she just didn't. Say
1: anything. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent in the camp that this is the kid that Hal wanted her to abort.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, so getting getting to the wrap up here. Um, you know, we already kind of talked about like Veronica and Archie's, you know, little kind of reaffirmation of their relationship. I don't think we need to touch on that. Um, you know, the real kind of like wrap up moments, right? Are you know after Archie makes the reveal. Hiram makes the call, you know, Agent Adams goes and confronts Archie back at his house and is kind of like, you've been avoiding my calls and, you know, I need to talk to you because Papa Poutine was shot in the back of the head, you know? And, uh, obviously we know that Hiram is the one responsible here for this hit.
2: Obviously Archie knows.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Archie lies to protect him. You know, he, he says he doesn't know anything. And, uh, so I, I guess I want to ask, ask you both. Do you feel like this is for Veronica or is it to protect Hiram because he's on his side now?
1: I think it's for Veronica with the with Hiram as a benefit. Mm.
2: I think he's just starting to see Veronica as a unit. Like, her whole family is mm. a thing that he has to protect. And I guess, like, at that moment, he must have thought, like, if I out Hiram, then that affects Veronica. And I'm in no position to... You know, like if if Archie were rich and everything comes crashing down and he manages to save Veronica, then he'd be like, Okay, like I can provide for her, whatever, but he would probably not feel comfortable just breaking down like everything that sustains sure. her and just like leaving her like, you know, parentless because both of her parents would probably wind up in jail. Maybe even yeah. herself, you know, some juby time. But um Another thing we didn't touch on about the information that Archie had, um, how when he was overhearing the conversation, they mentioned how Fred was like sleeping with Hermione and he like, didn't seem to like really care about this information. Like he just focused. And he knew that already. Like, did he know like a hundred percent?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I remember it came up in, season one like they they find out that they were sleeping together and then I think it was an episode or two ago where Hiram and Archie are like arguing mm-hmm. um yeah no it was the last episode it's the one where they're 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 like fighting the whole episode and I remember one of the things he says is that like oh like you know your father slept with another man's wife like how am I supposed to know that you're any different than him mm, you true. know and he's like I'm not that's my father
2: true. right you know? right you're right yeah so, like, uh, so he definitely knew little he knew effective. He's just so caught up with his own thing.
0: I f- I feel like he was like very much just like deer in the headlights of just like oh shit like yeah. this this went from like playful banter to being like these guys are like you know throwing shade right mm-hmm. now like this is uncomfortable.
1: Well, yeah, and when you know when a few a few minutes before Archie overhears the threat, that was when Papa Poutine starts asking Archie who you know his name and who he was, and that the Andrew's yeah. name sounds familiar. And that's when Archie starts really getting interested. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, um, (laughs) that whole scene was, like, very uncomfortable. Like, seeing where it went didn't surprise me at all. Like, you could tell that there was real tension there already, you know, like, from the beginning. But it kind of turned really quickly. And then, you know, the episode ends with, um, you know, Veronica gets one last gift, they open up, and it's the brass head. Right, so obviously that's a message from the serpents. Mm-hmm. They know
1: that Hiram was involved. I'm kind of surprised that's all it was. I half expected it to be Papa like, Poutine's head or something. I mean, so so like I feel like those are just they're
0: disconnected. You know, like I like the serpents are sending that as a message of like we know what you did to try and right. yeah, disrupt us. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the murder, like I don't know that anybody in
1: town knows about it except no, for, no, no, no the for gosh. sure. And and the the it being the statue's head makes complete sense. Right. Mm-hmm. I just like, you know, it's a very mobster thing to do to put, you know, And, to and send also, a like, to put the a event. couple
2: episodes before, we were getting, like, fingers delivered, you know, to Betty's house, so... Yep. I guess you're yep. just expecting body parts at this point.
0: All the impact's been taken out of it for me, I you know? know? Like-
2: <laughs> also, Game of Thrones has me, so, like, disemphasize. I'm just like...
0: <laughs> yeah, violence just doesn't do it for me. Like, unless, unless there's, like, severed heads, it's just like, whatever.
1: Come on.
2: I mean, that was a severed head. It was just not available. real uh, There was
1: blood and everything on the statue.
2: Yeah, yeah well, my, like if You see, that's extra. Like, this yeah, oh like my
1: God. okay. So in that, in that, I, I really thought it was Cheryl last episode because of the blood. I was like, like ooh, that way, girl like, would.
2: Yeah. By the way, it never came back whether like Cheryl was a creep or not after she was like drawing Josie. They just dropped that whole line. Like, like I'm sure it's gonna come up
0: again. But yeah, it was like they were like we were following that storyline for like two episodes, and all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, she's got other stuff going on right now.
2: Yeah, like, now she's Great. gonna attack, like, the kids from the South Side High, and that's her yeah. new job and getting the checks And check Josie's back just, like, and-
0: suspiciously absent for that entire thing. I know. She's just, like, not involved.
2: So weird. Yeah. Great episode. So, um, great times.
0: <laughs> uh, but any any closing thoughts on this one before we wrap it up?
1: If the rest of the season is like this, I'm I'm I'm
2: down. And I'm so yeah. a bughead shipper. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god. So happy for the return of bughead. And yeah, I, I agree with you, Kelly. I, I hope that the the rest of this season can maintain the quality we saw here because I think. You know, we've been saying the last couple of episodes, it's felt a lot like they're building blocks. You know, they're setting a lot of pieces up for what was coming. And uh, it feels like this is the first episode where we're really starting to get some returns mm-hmm. on some of that build up. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's hoping that they maintain that momentum for the seven or eight episodes we got left.
2: Oh, yeah, So And that they don't, like, you know, in the last three episodes, give everything away before the reveal. Because that's that's what kills Oh, girl, you know will. they will.
1: You no know way.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so fingers crossed on that one. Six episodes before the finale, we're going to find out who Agent Adams is. Four episodes before the finale, we're going to find out who the Black Hood actually is. Three episodes, we're going to find out what Hal's been up to, if those two aren't already connected. And then oh the episode before the finale, we're going to find out what Chick's Endgame is.
2: Yep. And then in the final episode... We're going
1: like, to have to pretend to be all surprised.
0: Crossover with
2: Sabrina. Hey, that's what I was going to say. It's going to be Sabrina. Turns close. Yep.
0: Yeah, Sabrina and Archie team up to bust some ghosts. Which is I'd
2: FBI Asian Adams.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also Hal. Bum, bum,
2: bum. Also a ghost. <laughs> he's, okay.
0: He's been a ghost the whole time, guys. He knew there was something suspicious about him. What else could it be? We know Riverdale has ghosts now. To be fair, <laughs> we've never seen Alice and Hal touch.
2: I wouldn't touch him if I were Alice, honestly. I'm
0: just saying. Just saying. All right, so I think, I think that's a good note to end it on. Uh, before we bounce out of here, Gabby, real quick, why don't you just let the listeners at home know where they can find uh, the Nerd League and you anywhere on the internet, all that fun stuff.
2: So our main website is thenerdleague.com. That's where we post rants and recaps and fun stuff and interviews and whatever it is that I decide to do or other people. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Nerd League and for some reason on Facebook at The Nerd League Online. And that's, that's <laughs> those are all the links to the thing.
1: You you awesome. guys just had a big uh, interview with uh, Charles Sewell, didn't you?
2: Oh yeah, we did. That was fun. Awesome.
1: Yeah, that was. Yeah, go check that out. Yeah,
2: that was mostly headed by Rachel, our other head nerd. Um, and we have Matt Murphy's top comics for 2018 that came out this <laughs> week too. So. We, gotta,
1: we gotta get him on this show.
2: Do we? I do, yeah, do you, I don't know. <laughs> it's, easier yeah, that's to, it's easier to keep Matt like below an R-rated if it's you know written, and then I can just take if things it's, out. But if, if it's, it's edited, live, <laughs> yeah, you can
0: edit him. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work to edit him on a podcast. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But I think should invite him.
0: <laughs> oh, he'd have to start watching the show again. That's the problem. <laughs> well, I
1: oh. Don't I don't know. Know. Let's get, get him in here. on that musical episode with uh, Olivia and see uh, oh see what's God, up. Oh, no. <laughs> just let him go uh, in. Just make him go in blind.
0: No, no, no.
2: But he's not even I watching mean, Riverdale anymore, so. That's, right, what, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he will. But he does watch The Magicians, so if you guys get on The Magicians.
0: <laughs> we get the Magician pals going, yeah. that's what we'll have to call him up. Uh, and then do you want to like plug your personal Twitter or whatever?
2: Yeah, it's so complicated. But it's at G, and then my last name is Van Welle, which is short V A N W E L I E. So hopefully, you're gonna actually put links to that under this wherever you post Yeah, we'll, it throw, we'll throw a link in the description. <laughs> yeah, I try to keep it professional, but that's the name that I was given. So
0: yeah. So if you if you guys want to uh, follow Gabby's Twitter, you can get it down in the link down below, uh, or you know you could always just write it down or something like that. I guess if you're you know an eagle eared listener. Um, so then you know before we get out of here I'll just tell you where you can find the show uh, again remember if you want to write in here your thoughts right on the air you can hit us up at the comics at gmail.com follow at the comics your review social media is sold uh, to let us know your thoughts on this episode of Riverdale uh, any of your theories any of that stuff any of your thoughts on what we had to say um, you can also get us in the comments down below if you're an audio listener we would really appreciate it if you could give us a like on your platform of choice uh, or if you really want to help out the show you can jump over to Apple podcasts which is what they call iTunes now and uh, rate the show there um, that is a huge help to helping the show get recognized uh, same is said over at YouTube you can like the video subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and uh, share it with your friends it's really really helpful for us to get some new eyes and ears on the show uh, so please please do that it would really be a great help to us and uh, if you don't check out our YouTube stuff you're just usually an audio listener bounce over there and give us a subscribe if you have a Gmail account you got a YouTube account so help us out we're real close to 100 subs we've been trying to hit that for, for a couple weeks here so go help us out give us the bump and uh, we'll catch you next week on another episode of the Riverdale Review. Now's the part where you say something, Cale.
1: I, you are not gonna ask for the check or we sit here for a while? I thought you were gonna do it.
2: Oh, what? Yeah, let's find. Let's sit. Did we ever sit fries? because you interrupted it with your Veronica dream story?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. We've been just standing in the lobby the whole time. I mean, all right, all right.
2: I don't think we ate
1: today. I let me, think- let me, let me confess. It was really weird seeing Veronica smooch on another dude this whole episode. I just, I gotta say that.
0: It was hard for you? It was. It was. It it hurt a little bit. All right. You know what, Pops? Why don't you bring us a couple milkshakes? We're going to sit down and talk this one out. Sit down and talk this one out.